Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson. Let's just get right into it as we always do. Um, it is Thankful Thursday, and uh, we, we don't do these as frequently uh, as we used to, but it's another Thankful Thursday, and uh, I'm doing a special edition of Thankful Thursday um, for New Year's Eve. And it is December 31st, 2020, as a recording of this uh, podcast. And so I um, want to share some some reflective thoughts, and then we'll talk about um, what you can take on into the new year with you. Um, 2020 has been, as we've shared over and over and over again on this podcast, 2020 has been uh, quite the year. Um, we, we have not seen... Um, a year like this before. And and I know a lot of times we things happen and we say, you know, oh, I've seen that before, or oh, this is no different than or whatever. And uh obviously me being a, a preacher, um, I believe my Bible when it says there's no new thing under the sun. And and so I will say this, um the things that have happened this year um are not new because I, I trust my Bible. Um, they're not new. Even when we talk about the pandemic, we famously know that a hundred years ago, roughly this country went through the same thing, uh, with the pandemic, with, with people dying, uh, all over the place, um, millions of people dying. Um, so this country has gone through a, a pandemic before. And, uh, when you think about everything that's happened, you know, economic turmoil, racial tension. So it, it's not that the country has never seen this before, but I, I don't know of anybody personally, and I haven't seen anybody. I'm, I'm sure there's some people out there that are a hundred years old, but even at that point, they were probably babes. You might have a couple people on earth that remember, you know, cause you know, you do have those anomalies every now and then where somebody lives to be 115. And those are people that may have said, Oh yeah, I remember the Spanish flu. I remember when that happened, but let me say it li- like this. Most of you that are listening to this right now, you've never seen a year like this before because you weren't alive. And, uh, it's been quite a year. It's been 2020 has been very challenging in a lot of different ways. Um, you know, 2020 started off with an ominous sign, at least for me, uh, we weren't even out of January and Kobe Bryant, died in a helicopter crash and it really was downhill from there y'all i mean there there was a lot of stuff happening this year there was that uh the pandemic happened uh economic the 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 con the the economics uh economics y'all forgive me i'm stumbling over words here the economics of this country basically fell into a crater after that uh pandemic happened um you know, and then you had uh, racial tension in the country. Um, you know, we found out once again, uh, I'm, I'm not going to say you found out for the first time. We found out once again, uh, in a lot of ways, our government doesn't really care whether we live or die, quite honestly. Um, and, and I'm not even dealing partisan right here. That's that's I don't care who they are, Republicans, Democrats, whatever. Um, there's enough blame to go around for a lot of things. Now I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. you. You all have listened to this podcast. The majority of the blame goes to the Republicans because they were the ones that were denying the virus and, and all of this other things and pretending it wasn't real. 
even when the president knew it was real, but I'm not going to go down that road again as other podcasts for that. Um, but, but blame goes all the way around. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, you find out once again that your government really does not care whether you live or die. Um, it really is, uh, it's astonishing that we still have government that operates this way, but we, we saw that we saw an election, uh, of great consequence. I've said this, uh, before on podcast, this was the most important election, I think in my lifetime, um, most consequential, um, even outside of, of, you know, as I've shared on another podcast, outside of Barack going in, Barack going in was historic. This was consequential. You know, uh, Barack, if, if Barack had not been president, if we had not had a black president by now, um, I don't know that it would have had the same consequences as putting Donald Trump in office for four more years. And yet he's still pretending that he has not lost an election. And so 2020 has been a remarkable year. And again, I've seen things that I've never seen before. Again, as I shared with you all, my Bible says that no new thing is under the sun. So it's happened before. And, and that's the part that gives me hope. And I'll talk about that before I close out today, but I've seen things that I've never seen before. And, uh, you know, the number of, of people who died, you know, as a, as a result of, of dealing with this, this virus. And, uh, that was one of the things that, that I really struggled with, uh, in terms of virus deniers and, and anti-mask people and so on and so forth. Um, again, it's, it's a reality. I, I never thought that I would get to, to a day again where I would see people who are so indifferent about death. Um, as a black man, I've, I've witnessed people being different about our deaths, you know, at the hands of police officers or whatever case may be, Hey, you should have did this. You should have did that. And never even considering the fact that, you know, somebody's family died, you know, this is a loved one here, but with all these deaths that came as a result of this, this, this virus, um, I, I never thought I would get to a point. I think that's one of the most disheartening things for me uh, in this year that people were so indifferent about other people dying that people just didn't seem to care about the fact that other people were dying so much so that they would get on social media. And I would, I always said this about social media. Um, when you post something on social media, this is like, uh, you know, y'all forgive me if y'all hear my son crying in the background. Um, I think it's nap time and he don't want to go, but, uh, (laughs) Anyway, um, you know, I, I, I've never seen so many people so indifferent as, as I was going to say, you know, I've often said this about social media, that when you say something on social media, it's like talking loud in a crowded room. And the fact that we had people that would post, that would comment on posts, and downplay the significance of a virus while talking in a crowded room and people who have lost family members due to the virus are in this room and you're basically being nonchalant about their family members dying. 
And then when somebody comes at you and says, hey, listen, don't be so insensitive. I lost my whoever to this virus. You, instead of showing some type of empathy, come back with some sort of rationalization. Well, did they really die of COVID? Did they re- did you investigate? I mean, it, it's I've, <laughs> 2020 has been something. And, and I've, we've talked before about um, the lack of civility that has shown up again in this nation towards one another. And uh, one more thing concerning the outgoing president. And I've shared this before um, about how I feel about him, but he's a symptom. He's not the disease. You know, he's exposed some things. You know, I know the QAnon people think he's trying to expose a pedophile ring. And I'm like, no, he's exposed just how hateful this country is. And he's given people a license to stop hiding, if you will. He's given people a license to say, be yourself. If you don't like black people, just go on social media and say it. If you don't like uh, uh, Mexicans or whatever, just go on social media and say it out loud. Never mind the fact you work next to these people every day. Never mind the fact that you've had some of these people in your house. Just go out and say it. And then always have to add, you know, hey, I'm not being racist. I'm just telling you, you know, and I've seen a level of hatred that I hadn't seen in a long time. And, and I, and I said this before, you know, um, before I get to the end of this, and I said this before I said, it's another podcast, you know, I said, this country is, is in horrible shape and it's in shape that I've never seen before. And I know a lot of people were saying, well, you know, we had slavery, we had civil rights. And I, and I've said this before and I said, yeah, but we were moving forward at those moments. You know, we moved forward from slavery to Jim Crow to civil rights. And we, we moved forward in all those instances. And this was the, this was the first time in my life where I saw the country ready to go all the way back to the fifties, to the, you know, all the way back. This country was ready to go all the way back. It wasn't just a minor setback. It wasn't just a minor disagreement, right? This wasn't the OJ trial, you know, where we, you know, black people and white people are at odds because we disagreed about a verdict, but we'll be all right in a couple of weeks. I mean, the country was really threatening to go all the way. And we're not out of the woods, by the way. We're not just by the mere fact that an outgoing president is trying to overthrow the country, quite honestly, overthrow the election and do all of these things in, con- in Congress to destroy the democracy, what this country says is built on. And so 2020 has been quite the year it's it's been remarkable but but let let me do this let me do this let me shift with the few minutes that i have left um because we at this moment uh with everything that's happened it's it's easy to kind of kind of think to yourself 2020 was horrible and nothing good happened so much bad happened that nothing good happened and I want I want to push back against that. I want to push back against the idea that nothing good happened. And 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 I'll say it like this. And this is what this is really really the the, the point of, of this podcast that I wanted to do this last podcast of of the year. This is really the point of it um, to get us to a place where we understand that it wasn't all bad. 
it wasn't all bad. And I know that it was really bad. I outlined a whole lot of things in the first 12 minutes of this podcast. And it was a lot of things that happened. There's a lot of things that did not go our way, but it wasn't all bad. And, and there are some things I want you to take into the new year as I, as I wrap this podcast up. Um, if, if nothing else, if nothing else, and, and I've seen this posted everywhere, um, and, and, and people are so right, you know, every now and then we, we post a lot of these memes and, and thoughts and we regurgitate thoughts every now and then that sometimes I think is kind of ridiculous. Um, you know, one of the things, let me say this as a side note, uh, one of the things that kind of bothers me about social media these days is that we regurgitate so much that I don't really know what anybody's thinking anymore. I know that you agree with what somebody else said. I want to know what you think. But anyway, one of the thoughts that's, that's been regurgitated over social media, one of the thoughts that have just been going on and on and on is, is this, is that 2020, if it didn't do anything, it taught you to appreciate some stuff. It taught you to appreciate family. It taught you to appreciate loved ones and pre- appreciate your, your, again, not your possessions, but to kind of realize how blessed you were. Because let me say it like this. A lot of people lost a lot of material possessions this year. And I'm not a materialistic person, but I do know that possessions do matter. You know, when you think about the fact that uh, before the president decided to sign this bill, that people were facing eviction, you know, it being thrown out of a house. I mean, I'm not going to stand here and tell you, well, possessions don't matter. You know, it, it does matter. You know, one of the things I talked about uh, when people were complaining about the economy you know, I'm going to lose my business. I said, well, you can get that business back. You can rebuild. And I, and I said, you're actually in a better position to rebuild than you are, than you were to build because you know more now, you know how to get money, you know how to start, right? You know, some of the pitfalls. So you're actually in a better position to restart than you were to start. But anyway, um, you know, people have, have, they, they've lost things. And, and so it, it taught us to appreciate what we have. You know, there were people who were living in houses and complaining about the houses. And then all of a sudden, all the stuff happens and you're facing eviction. Now you're trying to hold on to a house that you are complaining about. It's too small. It's, it's not big enough. I don't have this. I don't have that. And when people are facing eviction, they're like, I'm trying to hold on to what I got. And 2020 has taught us this lesson that we need to appreciate what we have. But again, not just in our things but in people. One of the great challenges that I had this year, and y'all give me about another five minutes or so, and then I'm going to be done, and you can enjoy your New Year's Eve. One of the great challenges I had this year was keeping my mom safe, you know, in all of this, um, you know, with this COVID stuff. And uh, I've shared on this podcast before, my mom uh, has dementia slash Alzheimer's, and I'm her caretaker. I'm, I'm her primary caretaker. Um, I do have help. My siblings help me, um, you know, but the day to day and my wife helps me. But the day to day uh, is all me. You know, the, the day to day care for my mom is all me. And um, one of the challenges that, that that I've had is honestly keeping people at bay who, you know, because my mother means a lot to a lot of people and a lot of people want to see my mom. They, they They love my mom. They care for my mom or whatever. And one of the great challenges that I had was keeping people at bay and getting them to understand 
It's it's a struggle, y'all. And it's a struggle that I did not anticipate because you 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 see so many people. You know, I've I've done several podcasts on this, you know, people who are either conspiracy theories or they just don't take the virus serious enough. Right? And I've shared with you, I've had siblings that that, that have had the virus. Um, the people that just don't take it seriously enough. And there was a lot of people that wanted to come and see my mom that were saying, I'm just going to come by and see her. And I'm sitting here saying, are, are you not paying attention to the world we're living in? Oh, well, I'm good. I'm just going to come. Hey, do you not understand asymptomatic spread? Do you not understand? And having to tell people, you can't come here. <laughs> you can't come here. And trying to get them to a place where they understood, where they didn't get their feelings hurt, where they weren't hurt by what I was saying, where they didn't feel like I was trying to to bar them in any way, but I'm really just trying to protect my mom. Something that I thought would have been simple, easy, like because we knew that the elderly are vulnerable. My mom's 83 years old. We knew that the elderly are vulnerable. And yet I was still having to have real conversations with people saying, you can't come here because you have been out and about. Some of you have been living like there's nothing going on. Some of you had to go to work. So it's not like you were just running outdoors just to run outdoors. You had to go to work. And and it it was a, it was a struggle to to just say to people, "Listen, I'm I'm trying to protect her. I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm trying to keep her safe." And having to explain that was something that I didn't ex- I didn't think I was going to have to do as much as I actually did. I thought everybody would have been on board with that. Just, okay, no, we're not going over there because we all want to keep her safe. And it was a, it was a struggle. And, and and I'm saying all that to say, I appreciate my mom, even at this stage in her life. My mom will still talk to me and still say some things and still impart wisdom onto me. And so I appreciate her. And with the separation, though, you you get to a point where we weren't able to visit people like we like we were that you come to a place where you say, I've got to do better. I've got to appreciate people a little bit more. I got to visit people a little bit more. You know, somebody this year died that I cared about and we talked a lot on the phone. She was, she was an older, one of the, one of the older uh, mothers of the church. I would call her a mentor. She always shared wisdom with me. Um, and all the, the, the times that we talked and I'm trying to figure out how to get over to visit her and I wasn't able to do so before she left. Now, again, I don't feel I don't feel horrible about that because we talked regularly, but I didn't get to make that visit. And so if 2020 has has really taught us anything it's to appreciate. It's to appreciate what we have. And, and if we take anything into 2021, we got to take appreciation into 2021 and not taking things for granted and not thinking that we have time that we don't even know that we have. And again, we say this all the time, but it doesn't always resonate. doesn't always stick with us that we don't know what kind of time we have. We don't know. Listen, I'm talking to you all right now, December 31st, 2020 and January 1st is not promised to me. And I know that's grim and people don't like to hear people say that like the next day it's not promised to you, but it's real. It's not promised to you. I'm not promised to see 2021. 
I don't know that, and everybody have been proclaiming things again. We did this last year. I proclaimed 2021 is going to be better. You proclaimed 2020 was going to be a year of visions and this and that, and with 2020 vision or whatever. No, no, we need to stop proclaiming and just start appreciating. Stop trying to put all this stuff, and I'm, I'm not against being confident. I've, I've just written my 14th book. That's confidence. I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not telling you I'm the greatest writer that's ever walked this earth, but if I didn't have confidence, I would have stopped a, a whole lot of books ago. I'm still writing books. So I, I, I'm not telling you not to be confident. I'm not telling you to not be forward thinking. I'm not telling you any of those things. I'm telling us to just take our time and appreciate some things. A couple more things. Appreciate the fact that as I'm talking to you right now, you made it all the way through. It may not have been easy. You may have suffered some loss. It may have been a struggle. You, you, some, some of us, I haven't even talked about the mental anxiety that went with 2020 and, and everything that, that the mental anxiety that went with it. Listen, there was a lot, but you made it through. You're here right now. You made it through. And that's something to be thankful for. That's something to be grateful for. The fact that you made it all the way to this point, that you made it all the way through all the way into to, to the end of the year. And again, if you I pray that you make it over, but if you don't make it over, he kept you all this all this time. But let me give you this last thought. And then I'm going to get out the way on today, because one of the things that uh, that I shared on social media the other day. And, and again, I, I'm not doing a lot of I generally don't do a lot of prognosticating about what's going to happen in the new year. I try to share a word that will encourage people and uplift people. But uh, one of the things that I shared, I'm going to end it with this and then I'm going to get out of here on today because y'all probably hear that baby crying. <laughs> I'm going to get out of here. But one of the things that I, I posted on social media and I, and I want you to carry this into 2021 with you. I wrote this. I want to quote it. Make sure I quote it properly. Now that 2020 has trained you, be willing to do it yourself in 2021. Now that 2020 has trained you. Be willing to do it yourself in 2021. What am I saying when I say that? There were so many things that we couldn't count on people for, that we couldn't lean on people for, that we couldn't, you know, a lot of the help and, and all this other stuff that we wanted. There was a lot of stuff that happened in 2020 that put us in positions to where it was like, you got to get this yourself. You got to go after this yourself. Businesses, uh, dreams, goals, aspirations, ministries, things that you wanted to do and you were waiting around for people to help you to do or waiting around for people to support you or waiting around for people to come around and be on your team. And if 2020 has taught you anything is that you sometimes got to get it yourself. And if I, if you don't carry anything else into 2021, we've got to know how to, we got to learn how to get it ourselves. We have to stop talking about going backwards. Everybody's trying to get back to this or get back to that. You've got to go get it yourself. Before the pandemic hit, the last thing that I did in public in terms of a room full of people, and even then, that looking back, it was dangerous. <laughs> when you look back at how the pandemic spread, that last thing that we did was dangerous. But we didn't know we we're still learning this thing. And that last public thing that I did was my discipleship workshop. And it was a vision. It was a dream. It was a goal that I had. And I've shared this testimony with you all 
when I was in the hospital in December 2019, the Lord just put it on me and said, why haven't you done this? You wrote the book. People are having conferences and doing all types of things on your book. Where is your conference? And I had to, I had, I put it all together myself. And it was practice. And it was the Lord saying, you got to do it yourself. You got to be willing to do it yourself. Just me and you, you got to be willing to go and get it. And after that thing, we had church the next day and that was it. That's when the, that's when everything just kind of hit the fan by the end of the week, my wife was off work and she still hasn't been back. My son was out of school. He still ain't been back. And if 2020 has taught us anything, take this with you into 2021. You've got to be willing to go and get it yourself. If all of this time that we've had by ourselves, we should have gotten to know ourselves better because there's been a lot of conversation about hey, all this time that you've had, you should have gotten closer to God by now. And that's true. But during this time of quarantine and all the separation, whatever, you should have gotten to know yourself better. And if you know yourself better, if you've really been examining yourself, you should have been examining your strengths, your weaknesses, the things that, 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 that make you great and the things that are your downfalls. Again, I talk about this in my book, Where's My Change? I'm not going to do that right now, but there's a podcast for that. You should have gotten to know yourself better and you should take all of that information into you into 2021. But more than anything, be willing. 2020 has taught you that you got to get it yourself sometimes. And I want you all to take that into 2021. Don't wait for the prognosticators. Don't wait for people to proclaim this or proclaim that for you. And again, I'm not against proclamations. If that's what you're called to do, I'm not. What I'm saying is whatever you think 2021 is supposed to be for you. You've got to be willing to go do it yourself. You may have help. You may have somebody that comes along and supports you. That's great. But you need to be willing to do it yourself. Did a podcast, and I'm going to close right here. I've been closing for the last 10 minutes. I did a podcast, I think the last Wisdom Wednesday, where I talked about everything starts with how much you care. And one of the things I learned in business, in, in having my own publishing company, and having my own individual ministry, one of the things that I've learned is that whatever the vision, whatever the plans, or whatever all the other stuff is that you got in your head, be willing to do it yourself. Don't. It's all right to ask for help, but be willing to do it yourself. And if you're not willing to do it yourself, if you don't care enough to do it yourself, then you don't care enough. Be willing to do it yourself. 2020 has taught us this. Again, in these moments of isolation and by ourselves, whatever, you should have gotten closer to God but you should have gotten to know yourself a little bit better. And as you go into 2021, take that with you. Be willing to do it yourself. I'm thankful for 2020. 2020 wasn't great. There's a lot of things that I learned. There's a lot of things I learned about me. A lot of things I learned about what I want to do, what I'm willing to do. Um, and I put a lot of things in motion uh, in 2020 with that time that, that, that I had. I put a lot of things in motion. And so um, I'm going to take that thought into me into 2021 with me. And I hope you'll do the same. Now that 2020 has taught you go into 21 willing to go and get it yourself. That's all the time that we've got for this thankful Thursday. Again, I'm thankful that I even made it to this point. Um, you know, 
God kept me. God kept me healthy, kept my family healthy. Again, I told you I had some siblings that caught COVID, but none of it was fatal. So thank God I was able to keep mom safe and I'm still trying to keep mom safe. You know, even the people that that do come here and visit here and there, uh, they're required to wear their mask in my house because we don't need any surprises. There's no there's no coming back from physical death. And I'm not trying to have my mom leave here sooner than she's supposed to. I told you my mom is 83. And I told her before she, you know, slipped to where she is right now. I said, Mom, I believe you're going to live to be 100. And I still believe that. I still believe my mom has got a long, a lot of years ahead of her. But it's my job right here on the front line to keep her safe. So I'm grateful um, that God has kept us healthy and he's kept this family, he's kept this house healthy. Uh, We have suffered no lack. I'm not going to tell you things that have always been perfect. I'm not going to tell you that there was no points in it financially where we had to make some adjustments, but God has kept us all this time. So uh, 2020 has taken a lot, but 2020 has given a lot. And we need to take what 2020 has given and take it on into 2021 and reflect on those things that, that we lost in 2020, but still be grateful for the time that we had. So that's all the time that we have for Thankful Thursday. Um, I hope you enjoyed what we had to share this last podcast of the year. I am praying that you all have an awesome new year. Please be safe. Um, I don't know who's listening to this podcast, but if you go out, you celebrating, please celebrate safe. Uh, it's probably best that you don't, but if you do put your mask on, please don't, don't drink and drive and all of those good things. But, but we want to see you in 2021. Um, there's a lot that, that I believe that God has in store for me, but I know he's got some stuff in store for you. If y'all allow me to have that preacher moment right there on thankful Thursday. So, um, I pray that you all have a safe and prosperous new year. Um, thank you all for your support. However, you've supported me. If you've listened to the podcast, if you purchased any books, um, any of the things that you've done, I definitely, definitely appreciate you. Um, and so, um, let me give you my tag as we always do. If you'd like to keep up with us on the ministry side, ministries website, www.krjministries.org publishing website, www.krjpublishing.com. Um, like this podcast, subscribe to it, share it with your friends and family. We would definitely, definitely appreciate it. Again, that's all the time that we've got for thankful Thursday. Happy new year to you all. Um, I pray that God continues to bless you and we will see you all on next time. Be blessed.